Well, the winds had to stop at some point. Welcome back to Meltdowns. This week's Wolves Fancast, everybody. David Evans here on the podcast this week. We'll go around the table. Stu Hall. <laughs> it's a meltdown, is he? Well, people, people are, are, are it's going to be a meltdown. <laughs> always a meltdown. turn. We always have a meltdown when we lose. Um, Stu Hall Hello. with us. Andy Gillard. Evening. The Baron. He's Hi. back. Ready for the meltdown. Ready for the meltdown. <laughs> Alex Moore as Hello. well. Uh, on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about the defeat to Bristol City, the double Easter weekend header of Brighton and Leeds. We'll do Twitter corner and we'll talk about uh, Jeff Shee's interview in a second. I'm going to start on the podcast this week on a non-Walls related matter. It will... <laughs> He's looking for rest. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. It's uh, it's Warhampton related though, everybody. Um, our friend Richard Hobbs shared something on Twitter the other day, a story that he saw in the papers from someone from Wolverhampton. Has anyone else seen this story? I did, yes. What? Have you seen it? On, what was it? Right, so I'm going to read it out to you. It's in one of those, I think it looks like it's one of those tea time magazines. You know, you can buy like... Take a break. Yeah, yeah. things like well, that. Right? My dad used to be my mom. Basically, like one of those. I think it's in there. Reading his girlfriend's magazines. You said it. <laughs> when we were in Chipping Sodbury on Saturday, there was another posh middle class shop with Hobbs above it. Everywhere you go, always <laughs> take the Hobbs with you. <laughs> I need to misread things sometimes. I actually thought you were wearing your girlfriend's trousers when I saw that picture. I'm looking for Oh my, I'm last night. It did take me a minute. Yeah, I'm going what? The story is called Wind of Change. And we want to guess now. Wind of change. Right, so here we go. It's from Susan in Wolverhampton, age 51. Uh, so I always hoped my Bobby would contact me from the other side to let me know that he was okay. But I never expected him to do it like this. Right, setting up here. You see, I think my Bobby's spirit is somehow trapped inside me. <laughs> and he's desperate to get out, right? <laughs> okay. he's a shit. Is this like a dear Deirdre sort of thing? It could be, I don't know. Uh, this is a little personal, so I'll try and put it as politely as possible. Right? We're getting there. I suffer from terrible wind, and when I release it, it's always such a relief. Uh, the other week, I was in the toilet cubicle at John Lewis, very nice, uh, making myself comfortable when I released some wind, and I swear I heard the words, help me, in my, in my Bobby slightly muffled voice. Now I'm convinced he's inside me, and he's begging to be released. It's left me terrified to break wind. <laughs> I just thought that was quite nice. So Bobby talks out of her ass. Yes. <laughs> she sounds almost like a League of Gentlemen character. <laughs> she does. Mm. Baron's just confused. Is this, <laughs> is this how we start the podcast every week now? I'm oh, just I'm not going to go to the toilet from John Lewis again. <laughs> <laughs> Hearing Bobby from the ladies. <laughs> 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 Get out of here, love. <laughs> right, so we'll go. We'll go on to uh, Jesse's uh, interview last week. So today, interview with, with Wolves, talking about the season and plans for next season. Little topics were mentioned, such as Held Costa, which we'll talk about later. The relationship with George Mendes, and kind of the long-term goal at Wolves. Uh, now, firstly, she mentioned that it's a ten-year plan, but that promotion target is within two years. Paraphrasing here, but he talked about how. They aim to have the squad somewhere near the playoffs for next season, looking to go to the top two, and then by the third year, looking for a top two spot. So under a three-year gap, gentlemen, firstly, is Jeff being quite realistic there, that that's quite reasonable, that that's what we should be aiming for? Obviously, I think he's saying that if we get promotions right away, great, but is that a realistic target that they've set? Well, they've been sensible, ain't they? They're either coming out and saying, yeah, we'll buy the league and we can spend what we want like he did in August. Um 
it makes sense to come out with something like that. Not say we've got a five-year plan because people get all angry, so oh, that's too long and this mm. kind of thing. Three years is sensible. I mean, you look at Helen with Derby been on this three-year plan mm. <laughs> and it never quite works for them, but at least they've got a plan set out and they improve every year, and, apart from this year. And it just makes sense. And you you've spend, you break your transfer record twice in a year, you get to the best players we've ever had at the club, not apart from, well, in John's time, <laughs> in our time. Um, and then you, you build on that next year and then you build build the back and mm. do the opposite of the George Graham way if you want, but you've got to build slowly. You can't just go all out, especially with the financial fair play nonsense. So it makes sense and it's it gives a bit of... not Let's just not get overexcited about things again this summer. Oh, kind of, no. Can't we not? Well, it's a, it's a bit of realist. It's a realistic yeah, take on yeah. it. Saying, well, so you're telling me he wasn't that excited when we signed Paul Gladden? <laughs> There's a cloth on this table today to soak up the stains that will happen when Paul Gladden gets mentioned. He's a special case. Dave's put this here specially. Yes. <laughs> I thought they were just for his curry stain. <laughs> for both. Maybe it's for maybe it's Bobby. <laughs> 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 That's later. <laughs> Anyone else realistic? Is yeah, it? I think three years is ideal, really. When you look at what McCarthy did when he came, I mean, that was three mm. years up until when he got his. And we sort of, we overachieved first season. We were where we should have been second. Third season, we won the league. I think he sort of looked at that sort of thing and taken that's where he's taking his ideas mm. from. I think it, it makes perfect sense, really, not to promise the world and then under deliver. Yeah. We all agree with that. <laughs> He's also said that um, I think we're one window away from being a very strong team for promotion. The fans can see next season will be very exciting. Are we one window away from promotion? If that window's a portal into a different world, <laughs> it could be. <laughs> After Saturday, we're a lot of windows away from promotion. <laughs> Without them two, we, well, for half with Cavalero, we'll come on to that in a bit, but we're a long, long way away from just one window away. We had we had many players 12. That don't work. And we need at least four or five. That's not going to happen in one window. That's so we need a good six, just to be six new faces, maybe getting rid of five at least, just to be challenging top six. Yeah. I mean, mm. I'd say we need just another solid centre back, and that's pretty much, we'll see the end of Stephen at the end of this year. I mean, Williamson's no big loss. Obviously, we never really gained him anyway. And then obviously, we're desperate for a striker, another centre back, probably another midfielder. So. Places everywhere, isn't it? Fullback, goalkeeper. Yeah. So, yeah, Amy played again last Two night. Two strikers, mm. probably. Mm. Sorry? Amy played again for Arsenal last night. Did well for him, didn't it? Yeah. See, look, at, look what happens. <laughs> You're all excited, and he makes his second game, he gives a penalty away. See, he could be giving away penalties for us. <laughs> John, how many windows away are we? From it? Well, it well, it just depends on what you do in them, doesn't it? Sure. <laughs> what painting <laughs> them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they keep talking about having to get, get getting rid of players. I think they'll have a job getting rid of the number of players mm. they want to get rid of. I don't know who's going to sign them. Especially the new ones who had big contracts as yeah, well. and they've extended all these contracts for, for players. For me, a lot of these players are not capable of playing at Wolves level or above. And they're going to be on Wolves wages on longer term contracts. Who's going to sign them? We know who's going to sign them. What news Dick has got here till 21, 20? Mm. And he's he's probably on more wages than he was. Twenty one twenty. That's a long deal. Well, who's going to sign Dick after the season? I mean, like, fair enough, his injury, but 
He's been awful, hasn't but, he? Yeah. He's he need, he'd need to go back to League One, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. League so, One or a relegation candidate from the Championship. Yeah. And he's and not going to want to come or off Wolves' wages. Yeah, like yeah, nobody's going to. Nobody at that level. He's going to pay his wages, yeah. and that's a lot for that's a lot of players as well. And you can say that for the same for you know quite a few of the players, really. You're going to end up doing a Chelsea, and you loaning out a bit off the squad to League One. Seems to for them, doesn't it? Yeah, just get them off the, just get them out of the place. There's no one's, no one's going to buy them, are they? Was it Quadrado? He signed like a three-year loan deal after yeah. being there for like a year anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's the only way you're going to get around it because no one's going to buy them permanently. So send them out on loan to League One or lower Championship. That's that looks <clears> that's not like, really mm. what they're going to be looking for, though, is it? Because it's not going to help the fair play situation because no. they need money coming in. It depends if how you when that or the, the Costa thing. Um, if that is structured, two point five million every year. Over yeah. the length of his contract, that's why he's wearing that nonsense anyway. So, I mean, you're gonna have, you're gonna pay loan fees if we, we if we got one million from Celtic for Henry Cavari years ago, then you can get five hundred thousand a year for someone like Dicko from someone who comes like Sheffield United or someone who's desperate. You might get something like that. You don't know. That's I think that's the best best we're gonna do with all them the, the cloggers in the team now because <laughs> no one's gonna take them permanently. No who, way. Who would we keep, for instance? I mean. I mean, our star player really for the last this year and last year. I mean, he's been fair, fairly inconsistent. Probably Doherty. Would you keep him? Yeah, I'd keep him because I don't think he'd get in the top six championship side. I couldn't see him getting in the likes of Brighton, or definitely not Newcastle, or even Sheffield Wednesday for that reason. But I think he's good for our level, mid championship, lower championship, but anything higher. But we, but to be fair, we probably need two left backs. You'd keep. Yeah. You'd, if you if you bought a left back to go straight into the team, you'd still keep him, wouldn't you? Oh, you'd keep mm. him for like. Obviously, he's a good squad player, but for pushing top six championship, has, I think, I think yeah, and good. the fact that he can play left or yeah. right back, so he could cover two back fullbacks. Really. I think there's more pressing positions that need sorting out than left back, and well, and right back. And right back. Cody's, right back. Cody's, is, is there? Is there more pressing position than left central back? midfield? Yeah, but if Doherty's Do- 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 injured, who's playing left back? No, no, no I'm. There, I, I mean, mean there's there's a, a, more pressing position. I mean, there's a direct. It's the most pressing because there is no cover. I mean, there's a direct like. Upgrade in, in quality, I mean, from that point of view. Yeah. I mean, you, you can always... House can play left-back in emergencies. <laughs> in emergencies. I mean, you still got Des Landers. Yeah. Where's, where's he gone? Button, he where's he gone? What's good about in that interview sheet, he does go on to suggest about bringing, bringing players that can be good backups while having a strong, you know, obvious, obvious first player, then backup player. And that's what we've been talking about for a while, having a strong all-round. Because, so, what, for the last two seasons now, we've it's, usually looked at the bench and gone... Oh wow, that's the best. That's what Newcastle have done. They've had two players for yeah, every two, position. That's yeah, what you have yeah. to do. Well, that's why they introduced in the Premier League with the squad, isn't it? The twenty-five players, and I think to get through a season of what forty-six games, twenty-five players—that's really what you need. Mm. There is a new rule, and it's not this season. Season after, you've probably yeah. seen it. That every football league team has to have—I don't know how to pr- is it pronounce one, it. One player. They have to have one player on the bench or starting. So in the squad, that's been. Like grown through at the club. Which so, is, for instance, well, that's that's in Scotland, yeah. I think a few years. I thought there was more yeah. numbers than that. I thought they'd got to have something. That, I think in, it, it isn't on, the rule is you could have five history. or six homegrown players in the squad but on the match day. Squad, on yeah, the on the match day, day in the I think in that what eighteen is all. You would have one at least one player that's come through the academy and and there's so many. There's actually got to be British, isn't there? It's eight homegrown, so you get like the Fabregas thing and. All that nonsense. Mm. So if as long as they're in the academy from sixteen, 16 yeah. mm-hmm. so that counts as home ground because they'd only make the debut about twenty twenty one. So yeah, you have the five years thing. I mean, we'd pretty mm-hmm. much be alright for like Kimi. If Kimi's still there, we'd be alright because obviously he's been sort of home ground. Yeah, but we've got a lot of kids so now. Yeah, like exactly. Ronan and, and Morgan gives what I presume. Mm. Yeah, that's 
I think um, we'd be alright in that. Jeff Shee, at one point, when he was talking about uh, kind of his backing for Paul Lambert, he says, even when we, were, we are losing games, some fans email me to say, Jeff, what's happening? Now, who's got Jeff's email? <laughs> <laughs> and if you've got the chance to email Jeff Shee, why are you just putting, Jeff, what's happening? How do you guys email Yeah. Exactly. You would ask to borrow a tenner, wouldn't you? Yeah. That'd be the first question. <laughs> Subject line. Yeah. What is happening? Did you? What's happening? Yeah, you might be able to get his email, Fosun's website. He might be, might be an executive. He might be able to get on there. Someone find out. Let's yeah. email Jeff. <laughs> See like what that, he says. A lunatic at Villa. He can just tweet him and he'll <laughs> respond to anything you say. Fifty percent plus fifty percent <laughs> divided by ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Good old Jeff. <laughs> Good old Jeff. Uh, but he also talks about um, Mendes as well. What? Just before I go into the comments, what's everyone's view on the Wolves' relationship with Mendes? I think we've, I don't absolutely think we've, fine by me. I don't think we've got many players under his name, have we? We've only got. Is it Costa and Cavalero? Is Sace uh, under him? No, I'm not really. No, I, I think don't think so. His Silvio, I think he's one of maybe his. Book. One, yeah. Maybe he's seen much of him yeah. anyway. I think we've um, only got like two or three players, and, and obviously well. when he was brought in to like help us, and we signed thirteen players, and then. Half and didn't why, play or was injured and whatnot. Why does nobody own up to Gladden? In that in that same interview, yeah. It's, yeah. it's mentioned that Kevin Th- he's not Kevin Thelwell's player. He's not he's, <laughs> he's not Mendes's player. Is he one of the ones well, who turned up in reception? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, I've said this a couple of times on the podcast is that it's never been confirmed who he came from. So who was signed off? And he was one of the later ones to sign as well. Wasn't yeah. he? he wasn't mm-hmm. on the first one like Sylvia was brought in the first few days. He was. Pretty much last. It's yeah. a bit like the, the season had started, hadn't it? I yeah. think when he came in. Well, I think <laughs> his first game was Burton, wasn't it? So obviously that was mm-hmm. very late into yeah. August. No contemporary reference, but he's a bit like Mork, eh? He just turns up, no one knew where he was from. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what we're talking really. Mork and Mindy, excellent programme. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he just turned up out of nowhere, no one knows where he came from. And you could see him walking around saying Nanu Nanu to himself. No one would question him because he's Paul Gladden, he's a rock star. And he's probably just blagged his way in. <laughs> That's why he's all travelling the world. It's a very, and he's got a three-year contract as well, with addition <laughs> to option to add a third after another contract. Take that another option. year. Take that option. Don't get more words. <laughs> uh, Talking about Mendes. Um, well, should... the, the the extra years option is in the player's favour. As Ho- opposed to hopefully all. so. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully so. I'll, I'll just have that extra year, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to activate that clause now. Thank you. We've probably mentioned Paul Gladden more than Jason Forrest ever has. Probably. That's a stat for you right there. <laughs> it's an unneeded stat. Um, so on, on she on Mendes saying, I understand it's maybe a new thing to the club. Some fans will be worried about it. And um, Hyphen, an agent, infl- is influencing the club and it's for the pocket of him. But can I can say, do you think Mendes really needs some money from Wolves? Exactly. But he's an agent. He's not going to turn down the money, is he? It's a bit of pocket money for him, eh? It's, it's, a nice, it's a nice little hobby. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a bit of, bit of solid <laughs> business for him. If you, if you say I don't need the money to 50 clubs, I don't need the money from this club. They, they all believe you, and then you just get enough mm. money from take 50 clubs. And everybody thinks, oh, he doesn't need the money from this one. And I'd imagine under this model that Lambert's going to have more of a say in who we're bringing in and who we're letting out, whereas I don't think Zenga had any control think, whatsoever. Well, yeah, well, about yeah, most things. at the same time. Yeah. So, so I'd imagine that. He'll be there in the background, Mendes, but I think Lambert's probably got a bit more control over it. But and we it, wouldn't have had them two players without him, though. No. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a results-driven business. If Wolves weren't doing very well and the players we brought in were doing well, people were saying, why have we got Mendes in? 
we've got two fantastic players where everybody's like, well, this is great. And, and understandably, it's surely it's not a bad thing to have the world's most powerful football agent and his little black book of players at your disposal. Happy if Costa goes at the end of this season, Cavalera, and you just get a rotating door of people moving around. You wouldn't? Well, I don't know, because it's... it's Times change though. I think it shows it the ambition of the club, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. if we sold Costa or Cavalera this season, it's showing very lack of ambition because you know for a fact this year, in the summer, there's no way Villa will let Codger go. No way. No. But obviously, if it's a similar situation, if we did let Costa go for, let's say, 15 million, where's the ambition? It wouldn't go. Mm. If he went for anything less than 20, you'd, you'd be thinking, well, what was the point in all that in the first place? I mean, you make what seven? I would, have, I would have thought you'd have a trigger clause or at least. Yeah. Mm. Well. You make seven million pound profit on six months. Mm. If you get yeah, exactly. You make a, yeah. get another loan in of that quality next year. I know it's a gamble that you might not get one, but but Costa, Costa wasn't fantastic when he started, was it? No, until, yeah. until Lambert came in. Really, you looked at Costa and you thought, well, he's not fantastic, and he's really changed his. Yeah. Lambert may cost the play. <laughs> let's just let's just sing that, in, shall that? we? Yeah, I think you just said that. Well, that's Chat, your, that's your new Twitter bio, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, on um, how it works with Mendes, Thelwell and she, she said, um, Kevin will have some homework to watch players and maybe make um, Mendes' clients more prioritised. So I or he will tell uh, Mendes, do you think it's possible? Then we'll talk. That's the process. I think it works well. If Kevin Thelwell's players are anything to go by, <laughs> I wouldn't listen to a word that man says anyway. Because um, he... Oh. Who has he bought in that's any any good, really? McDonald. Was that was that his sign though? Was I he? Was... I would think so. He was in charge. Of that was he? Was he was head of recruitment at that time, wasn't he? I don't know. I don't think he was. I think he was. A, was he academy then? So I don't think he had that position at that time. Because he's in League One, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might not. Yeah, I don't think he had he had that power. Didn't he come, wasn't he, wasn't he in that role seven? when Solbakken took over? Didn't they make him to that role? I, I think they did because that was when they restructured the yeah, staff. They made him like a star, not a sporting. I thought they did in the, in the autumn. Yeah, of that year. So I that's thought. why I think a lot of those players in that summer would have come mm. um, from you know Thelwell related. Well, I'll give him McDonald in four years. <laughs> yeah, well, I just don't think he's, he's up to the job. I mean, if any if one thing I mean, I've said this before. If one thing comes to this summer, if he's fucked off somewhere else, then we get someone who knows what they're doing. Well, he's obviously not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. That's the 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 button again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm allowed one after Luke's performance two weeks ago. Yeah. Crikey, has Luke returned from the dead? (laughs) You listen to it, the Bleak Fest. No. Which Luke, though, John? Oh, it could, well, either or. Here we go. (laughs) The same applies. Here we go. Which one? Thompson. Yes. (laughs) He's got it. He's got it. Well done. What else? Anything else on that? <laughs> Honestly, anything else on that? I thought it was, it was a decent enough interview, and he he spoke from what you could understand. He spoke a lot of sense, and he put in the three-year plan thing was the, the most important thing because it looks like they they actually do have a plan in place. Mm. I think it's a pl- the players thing has given us a lot of hope as well. When he said we do might need to sell some players and bring some players into well quality, bring some quality into the squad as well. So that fills me hope yeah. I think it didn't seem like he'd lost any interest in the club because yeah. mm. well they could have done after this year couldn't well, they he'd gone yeah, he's all the money in the world go and buy who you want well, and that's you know when, that. when he said that um, a thousand lost interest that exact question he said no of course not mm. like that. Well, I think that was probably yeah, generated yeah. from the, the talk about them buying a German club probably yeah. yeah I think that's probably why, why, why he asked that without coming and saying are you buying a German club 
he's asked them a slightly different question. I mean, that thing mm. of that thing would kind of make sense as well, like the Man City model. I mean, according to everyone, City all over the world. I mean, different clubs in different continents. I mean, you. It worked for Watford and Udinese and that kind of link. Except it is a bit different with Germany. Like when yeah, I don't When I went to the fans' parliament, Lambert spoke at quite some length about Germany and he said you, you, it's very, very difficult to get German players to come to move. That, that, that You can't get them out of it's Germany. It's very difficult mm. as well for German clubs to sort of buy into that foreign owners. Yeah, well. I mean, you look at Red Bull Leipzig and well, they hate it, aren't they? They hate it, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But I, I don't get that. I don't. I don't understand it. What, why do people? Why do all these German clubs just suck up to Munich? The only way they're going to break the Munich monopoly is to is to get foreign ownership. Mm. So I don't understand it. It's, like, yeah. it's, it's a bit odd. I suppose it's a little bit of a tradition thing, isn't it? Really, but yeah. obviously, look at Leipzig. It might be a little bit of a one-off this year with Leipzig, but if it carries on next season, then obviously the smaller teams like Schalke and Frankfurt and so on and so on, they'll look at that and think, well, maybe is that a way forward? Yeah. Um, she was obviously pressed on Helicoster whether he was going to stay or go in the summer. Obviously, doesn't give an answer either way. Basically, says if he stays, he stays. If we get a good price for him, he may go. But it's going to be another one of those summers, isn't it, everybody? Of will he stay or will he go? Everyone's got their price. Everyone's got their price. Mm. If you want to pay silly silly money for someone who's played one year in the championship, then fine. Even that, you don't want to keep an unhappy player at the end, mm. at the end of the day. So. 20 25 million for him, you snap your hands, even though you wouldn't like it. But I could see him going to another, he could go to a Premier League club, but I don't think he'd go anywhere bigger than the likes of Stoke, West Ham, or somewhere yeah, like that. Yeah, somewhere like that. Or say Swansea stayed up, he'd go somewhere like Swansea, or if he was to go, he'd more the, than likely go abroad. I was going to say the big room was, was Monaco, wasn't it? Yeah, going back to Monaco. Mm. But I know it was it Chelsea and Arsenal allegedly were sniffing? Well, but and then, then, then it just well. completes <laughs> the circle of the money going around the men's just staying yeah. yeah, and let's be honest, he's not going to get into a top four. Premiership team. Right. I don't think he'd get into a side straight away at a club like Stoke, especially over Shakiri. Mm. I mean, when Shakiri's in form and he's fit, he's, he's not going to get in a squad over well, he, goes to, he goes to Monaco, triggers the twenty million, plays in the Champions League next year with a new tw- with a new trigger clause of probably twenty six million, and then it, then it just it'll just go yeah. on like that. Mm. Yeah, but or, or you could look at the Sacco thing. Sacco went to Palace. Did nothing. He got. I know he got a bit of a niggle, but he never got back in the side. Mm. He just failed. Would it's it be coming on a sub? Yeah, yeah he's not been doing anything. Has he? They don't like him at all. Well, who, how do you know? He's not going to Palace for he, well, he goes to Palace, Palace every week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. say, now that they're just they're, you look on like joking aside. Well, if you go on the walls for him, everybody hates Dave Edmonds apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but he plays every week. He gets paid every week. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they, they, yeah. they generally done that he's Old not Old Sacco's bank account no. <laughs> it's, <laughs> twi- it's twice as big as it was if he'd have stayed playing at Wolves he ain't no, done too bad he ain't done too bad either. no but from you look from a playing point of view Costa don't seem like well Sacco gave us League One you don't have to do that very quickly on Costa because people talk about ambition if we sold him it's a lack of ambition would it be acceptable if Wolves through obviously Mendes or whoever could get a player or a couple of players of equal quality would people just go oh right well that's fine then because we've got X player would it then be acceptable for everyone if he went well I think you look at our last two games and we've been pretty much awful without him and I just think that it's sort of we do rely heavily on him I mean Forrest we were fantastic and then we got that lucky break the counter attack and then Saturday half the players were in Vegas anyway on their holidays but we were so, we were awful with him in the losing streak <coughs> as well yeah. Because when the two of them are not together, it doesn't work. It never, it never, it, it hasn't worked. But yeah, to the actual point. <laughs> yeah, I'd take that. I'd take yeah. that. 
although when you get two players, I mean, you're selling for tw- hypothetically 20, 25 million, distribute that, get three, four quality players. If, you, start, championship if, quality if players. you go on like that, it's always the next window. Yeah. I know the next window yeah, will be the one. The next window, because yeah. but you're never yeah. building anything. But look at Southampton. Just though. new players. Look at Southampton though. Southampton push on every year, selling all the best players and changing what? the manager. What, just have a look. What, what they won. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Look at Southampton. Look at Southampton. Look at And it will it will end eventually because they will run out of youngsters. Yeah, but Southampton. Shut up. They'll have a three year window when the youngsters are moderate, and that's when they'll sink. I know. Yeah, but we said this every year. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We said this every year. Yeah, eventually. No, please. It will end eventually. Every year. How many points have you had before this fight? Point under the table. No, because let's. Well, I hang on. It's going to explode. Isn't it? Look at these picture of cats. Calm down. Let's all hold hands and sing the fancast friendship song. Can we sing the Reading song instead? We are fancast friends. We. Are. <laughs> Let's all just yeah, let's all calm down. I didn't say it was going to be a meltdown. <laughs> we just. I was saying I'm not bound from <laughs> Let's all move on. Two more meltdown stuff. And Wolves suffered their first defeat <laughs> in six games on Saturday with 3-1 away defeat to Bristol City despite that late Bodfarson goal back on the score sheet. Uh, Stu went, Alex went, Baron, did you yeah, go? Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. I stayed till the 85th minute. And just yeah. toddled off. Well, <laughs> that's it. Thank, <laughs> you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, were all the fancast advocates for the game. Gentlemen, was it just a stark contrast to what we've seen in the... Last week's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come to John first. Just settle things down. John, <laughs> you have to gag. John, was it a stark contrast to what we've seen in the last few weeks? I think sometimes when you, when we're winning, we're not as good as what the the media and what everybody yeah. thinks we are. Tinted glasses, yeah, a well. little bit. And when we when we lose, we're not as bad as the meltdown is. It's always we're a little bit more in the middle. And that, mm. That's just the way it is. Um, it's just you get an overreaction to wins and a, an overreaction to defeats. Um, we were poor, but we're always going to be. There's always a chance you're going to get slaughtered when you play Dave Edwards and Lee Evans in midfield. They're not going to. They're not that good in the central midfield. So there's a chance you're going to lose the ball and lose possession all the while in central midfield. And if that happens, some some days you're going to get caned, and that's what happened. We, the only things we could ever do were wide. Because we couldn't get we couldn't get hold of the ball in the middle. Yeah, and we had there was no outlet wide. That was the difference, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the, you look at the two the two wins against the the good wins against Brentford and Fulham. Um, Brentford and Fulham, they were superb. The win against Forest, not so much. But Saturday, it was just a damp squid. It was just it, no, there was nothing there. You know, like, like Alex said, they were on the beach. You know, our survival's oh, mm. we're pretty much done now. Let's not bother. It was pretty much you could tell after the Forest game that Bristol City got batted five 0 away at Preston, and we we were we're not mathematically safe, but we pretty much are safe. Half of them have gone on holiday, and then Bristol City have got to fight for their lives. And that was, that and was the danger, wasn't it, going to the game? That Bristol yeah. obviously they they a lot of their players repaid the fans, didn't they? Travelling fans for the, so, yeah. when they lost, yeah. and you just thought you're going into a game where Bristol City are going to be very much up for all of this, and we are perhaps going into thinking if we can get a point. We're probably done and dusted now, and that was the danger, wasn't it? It was like the um, I remember Birmingham got dicked eight by Bournemouth, and then we played them next, and it was nil nil. Yeah. It was very much like that. Birmingham put full commitment into that game to not get beat. Mm. Bristol City came at us because they needed a point. We couldn't be asked, and that was the difference. I mean, there was, I mean, no, there was no outlet. Vyman was playing wide, which he doesn't work because he's not a wide player, and the, the rotation thing that I was on about a couple of weeks ago. Just don't work. There was no rotation thing because Dicko was in the middle, didn't move. Von was stuck out wide, 
couldn't move because Nico just stood there doing nothing at all, apart from just hitting ball straight at the keeper. Mm. And there was no movement in the front three whatsoever. It was just static and boring. It was a very harsh game to throw Morgan Gibbs White. Yeah, in. it was. I mean, that was really unfair. I thought. I mean, obviously it's experience for him, but to throw him in such a difficult game, that was. I thought that was quite unfair. Perhaps throwing him into a latter stage of the season when perhaps it's all done and dusted. Well, yeah. I mean, we're not math- mathematically set. I mean, we're pretty much not going to go down. I mean, that's certain. I mean, I hope so. Alex. Well, I mean, we're really eleven do. points clear now, so I can't see us going down. When you play, you put Gibbs White in there with. Three of your better players, if you include Akimi as well, because of Lonergan again for that third goal. I mean, was you? Did you see the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The first goal as well. I mean, yeah. What what is he doing? He's he's got no brain at all. And I know I'm coming on and slagging him off every week, but he's fucking awful. He's diabolical. He's not even doing the basics of being a goalkeeper. He's thinking it's awful. Yeah, but I don't Mm. understand how Burgoyne plays. Yeah, exactly. And, he, and, and can't get a sniff against yeah. Bristol. Like, yeah. Especially now at this time of the year, some of the things are ama- just trying mm. to find amazing as regards to the youngsters. Like, like last night, why is I, where's I off last night? Why is he not playing? Why mm. hasn't been in it I at all for now? Well, but Silvio is playing in an under twenty three game. Yeah. I offer's not playing. It's just absolutely crazy. What's happened to Bright? I wonder whether I where, where, will where, be here. Where's I mean. Like, have they just gone on holiday together or something? <laughs> I mean, it, the, these kids should be playing now. It's April, there's five weeks left. I mean, think they've gone on coach trip, that Channel 4 series, together. Glad kidnapped them. I mean, I, I, I find well, it slightly astonishing, to be honest. With, with the striker situation, as you were just mentioning, Dico, why isn't Wilson getting a look yeah. in? You think he's been banging him in for the 23s? We've got nothing it's, to it's, lose, it's really. Step, though, isn't it? I mean, Bright looks fantastic in the under 23s, and then some guys in the first team. He, Okay, yeah, so these little spells of that's quite fancy, that's good. And then half the game he's disappeared and you can't see him. So I think, yeah, bring, bring Wilson up for a few bench appearances. But I just wonder whether they'll do that once we're, we're done and dusted, hopefully. Yeah. Very soon. But I could, after the Saturday's performance, and you, you could pretty much tell half of them was on holiday by 15 yeah. minutes. You could, drop I, the I, entire, you could drop the entire 11 players and play some whole new team for Friday night. It was just that no one deserves a role in, in that side. For me. I can't. I mean, Cody did okay. I Cody horse played. Cody, yeah, but you're not going to swap them. I mean, from an offensive point you of view, you said you could get yeah, more I know, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me again. Um, no, no, I, I know what you do. Um, but the thing, Doherty, hang on, hang on, hang on. Doherty was awful. Doherty, I mean, no, I mean, that was him. He was embarrassing. Doherty, Doherty looked like he hadn't been to sleep for four days. He was, he was. I've never seen him play that bad. I mean, he stood in their box after making a mistake <laughs> with his hands on his face, as if he could, you know, like most of the fans were, because you just couldn't believe what he'd just done. And what, meanwhile, Bristol City are breaking away, and he's still standing in their box. And you got people trying to cover for him. He's not even running yeah, back. Yeah, we like that. They were three, three on two at that point, and Doherty mm-hmm. was down the other end still. Just when you set the penalty, away, it's absolutely baffling. I mean, stupid. <laughs> I have no idea why he did oh, on that. He looked pissed. Obviously, one. People are moaning about the penalty, though, aren't they? Yeah, no, it was a brain like, penalty. Oh, I think it was. Oh, no, well, he's screaming the house down the other way. He, he, yeah. did, he, to be fair, he don't look as bad. It don't look as obvious on the replay that he did when we were there. Cause, yeah, because you see of the angle. From, yeah, but yeah. it was absolutely. It's not as bad as the one he gave at home. It was against Leeds. Or, 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 was it, was the, what was the real bad one when he cleaned a player out in the six yard box <laughs> early in the season? Oh, yeah, he just clobbered the guy in Leeds. Yeah, him out. Um, but he's given away two rat bad penalties mm. this season. 
Right, mm. hang on. Note to self, don't put Stu and John on rotor. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, but Vossel obviously uh, got a little consolation in the end. Nice to see that he got a goal, wasn't it? It's nice uh, to see he got a to goal. To be fair to him, nice to see him just go in the, in the net and get the ball back as well. And mm. not, I mean, you think he ain't scored for seven months. You think you've been told to do a little bit of celebration. But because of the situation that we were seeing, I mean, he got the ball back and none of the Icelandic clap stuff or any of, the, mm. any of that. Oh, just that. We've got to stop that. Got back I've, got a, I've got a theory about Vodvarsson in that because he's done the Icelandic clap so much... I can get you some food, John. Because he's done because he's done the Icelandic clap so much. I don't think he he knows how to clap in general anymore. <laughs> so he's at you know he's he's at a play or something, and everyone's getting round applause. And he's going, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I love to see it. Anyway, that, that's my theory, Bod you, you, I, don't, I don't know whether you can clap. So auditioning for War of the Blind to the Apes? Have you seen the trailer? It looks very good. Yes. Mm. It's ex- Have you seen any of the new Blind to the Apes films? <laughs> no, I, I, unfortunately I've missed them all. <sighs> they, they go, are actually, go watch them, John. Honestly, yeah. honestly that, genuinely. You're in for a treat. They are actually, they're, they're better than very the originals good. with um, Charles Heston. I mean, that, the classic, the first one, but they are actually really good films. Right. You did, John. Would I? No wrestling in them oh. at all. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Bod Wilson, I'd like to see a parody video of him being unable to clap or clap in the Icelandic clap way in different scenarios <laughs> where you would clap in general. Yeah, someone someone made that for us. <laughs> it would be very good. Uh, did, did anyone come out well on, on Saturday? I know we talked about Halls and Cody, but was, there, it, was it just those two or did anyone else you think, actually, yeah, they, they were they were all right? No. No, no I mean, it was just... No, it was awful. It was just... A, it, wasn't even, it wasn't even awful to the fact that you get really annoyed about it. It was just... So, oh, lackadaisical, what it? Everything was just flat. I, just, I expected that after yeah. they got absolutely hammered on yeah. last Tuesday, and we we won, and we didn't really win convincingly like John said earlier. We wasn't fantastic in thrice, but we got that win. And yeah, I, I sort to of expected fair, it to a be lot a... of our players on Tuesday were absolutely shagged. They were dead on their feet, a lot of them. Yeah. So I'm surprised that Edwards and Evans. Played on Saturday, or something. No, I just maybe we'll race really, them. What, what, what Evan just plays every single game. It's just, it's just yeah. Ridiculous. And for someone who's been out in the cold for so long, and then all of a sudden he's back in for six games. No, sorry, I meant Edwards. Sorry, if I, oh. said, if I said Evans, I meant Edwards. No. Edwards, Evans, Edwards playing every <laughs> single game. I thought we got away from the Edwards chat yeah. one week. <laughs> no, but it's, it is ridiculous. It, it never even gets taken off. Mm. We're playing three. He's playing three games a week. He's the oldest player in the, <laughs> in the outfield side. I know he's fit. I wouldn't mind if you're playing well, but you never know, do you, John? <laughs> <laughs> but then it's, it's just delusional. Like all this talk about we're one window away. What we're one window away from David Edwards still playing in midfield. I mean, <laughs> I mean Edwards just. I mean Lambert just loves him. All he talks about is pressing, pressing, pressing. Voiman, all he does is run. He never. Well, he can't what, play. He can't what, play anywhere through the middle. The only thing you notice about Voiman is when he hasn't got the ball. He's all right. He scored a couple of goals, but when, you take that. You take them away. You tell me anything Voiman's done with the ball. Just, I mean, like this is David <laughs> all over again. No, <laughs> no but, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> when, he, when he's played anywhere other than in the middle, yeah, he's a waste of time. He's been in we effect, were yeah. saying that a few weeks ago. We? Is he the worst player, Wolves player we've seen? And I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd put him in the top five easily before he scored those few goals. Yeah, but mm. when when he's played through the middle, you can't. I'd, I think he's a decent decent player at this level through the middle. But would you have him as a centre forward 
to, to, in a team that's going to get promoted from the championship. Okay. Not in a, a prayer. In a team, no. in a team, anywhere near. in a team with Dicko and Bod Varson, definitely. Yeah, in, in, in the situation we were in, mm. with no transfer windows left. He was the best option of what was available yeah. to Wolf. For me, bin him, send him back to in Derby. In a team, well, well, I said a couple of weeks ago, if we, we about, was it one and a half million, the option on it? Yes, yes, one and a half. As, but solely as a striker, just to play there, and like we did at, at Fulham and Brentford, when you had the, him, um, Costa and Cavalero, rotating the three positions, that worked brilliantly. Playing that way, yeah, any other way. No, in, in, that, in that small period while, yeah. while, while they were playing well. No, that's what I mean. But, but that's the only time that they've actually played that in that kind of that kind of system. Mm-hmm. When you try and move him anywhere else... Against a team like Fulham that allowed us to play because they wanted to play Sunday afternoon football. Yeah, that I'm, game was one of the most potent games you've ever seen. I know. I know what, but, I know what you mean, but, but I don't think you can, you, you can just say that he's just... He, he runs around because he runs around because he can't play anywhere else apart from in the middle because he's not good enough. I agree with that. But, but he's it? not big enough to target, so he's not an alternative anymore. So if you keep whacking balls up to him, it's only the same as no, whacking him up to Dicko. Yeah. Mm. It's pointless. What, what does he offer us? The, when, when you're whacking you, balls, if we can't sell Bod Varson or Dicko, what's the point in signing Vyman? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, I'll just forget about Dicko and just cut. We, we can't cut our losses because we're giving a stupid little contract. But if they're being ruthless, then we, we can have them. We'd have to name them in the squad. Do a William Gallas on them and just leave him. To be fair, I'd get, I'd get rid of all of them. <laughs> and start again with the strikers because we haven't we've had no the strikers haven't got to go. He's got to go. Just start again with them. I think you got someone like Tammy Abraham on Saturday. Show you exactly what a striker. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's what Donovan Wilson's a year older than Tammy Abraham. <laughs> Almost do a Kenny Jacket first winter transfer window when he basically get rid of all the strikers in League One and replace them with Dicko and Leon Clark. He did do that, didn't he? He got rid yeah. of Sigi, Doyle and Lee Griffiths. And Lee still out joint leading goal scorer at the yeah. end of the season. And replaced it. So it is possible and, and Jacket did do it. So yeah, but yeah. I, d- I, think, I think just because Dicko's on a long contract he won't he won't go this summer. But I think for the likes of Sheffield United, I mean if they do get any money behind him, they could easily look look at the likes of Bod Varson or maybe even Dicko. Dicko especially for his experience. But I, d- I If I had to keep one I'd keep Bod Varson. Yeah. I'd probably he say offers the same. more than Dicker, and you, got, you yeah. have got the chance that he might be a better. He might have a better second season after a summer. Yeah. But he is the, the the tallest player who's awful in the air that I've ever seen. Yeah, and he, with the lump balls up to him, and he never wins any. Or <laughs> he wins it and he flicks it on and he flicks it to nowhere. Yeah. And he's tall, but it's a waste of time. Yeah. I don't know why we play long balls anyway. It never works for us, ever. All, yeah. all in all, then, gentlemen, Bristol City did that defeat show that it was so uh, much of a relief. That we actually won our five previous games in terms of where we are on the table. No, it was just a bump back to earth. I think, it, I think everyone getting it's not like John said a bit carried away. Yeah, um, it just showed that yeah, without who's either you or um, whoever's in charge of the account on Saturday said maybe it's all mystery person. It's all yes. yeah, <laughs> Lord Fancast. Yes, Lord Fancast. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's almost as if playing with having twenty million pounds worth of best players not playing makes a difference, and mm. it did. You know, Cavalero came on, but without the two of them together, it don't work. I just think it showed that even after these five consecutive wins, we're just back to where we started. We, <laughs> haven't, re- we haven't really improved. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's what that started But you, you, can, you can only do so much with bad yeah. players going. I think the real test is going to come Friday night, how they react to this loss. Mm. If we, they roll yeah. over and ship in another three, four, whatever, then you know that oh, we're back on the down. I think if we lose these two, which is pretty much very likely... Mm. Obviously, it's Wolves. You know, we don't know what can happen. 
obviously the Newcastle game we played okay-ish against a, a decent side I think that Black Blackburn game I mean Blackburn now they've really got to push on and if they don't win Friday or get any points this weekend I think that Blackburn game could be well that's the danger and that's where we'll lead nicely into the Easter weekend double bill uh, Wolves taking on Brighton on the telly on Friday evening with Leeds United away on Monday. If you look at Wolves running in the next few games, it doesn't look that good on paper. Wolves have got, five, out of the six games left, Wolves have got to play five of the top ten, three of them in the top six, um, obviously starting with Brighton. And just to reflect that Blackburn, which Alex mentioned, have got Nottingham Forest on Friday away, Bristol City at home on Monday, and then Wolves on uh, on the following Saturday. So you don't want that game against Blackburn in some ways to be a bit of a big pressure game but Wolves against Brighton Brighton obviously second still trying to chase uh, a top spot and confirm automatic promotion Anthony Knockhart getting the championship player this year all season mm. I believe which is a fair thing obviously earlier on the season Wolves lost 1-0 to Brighton under Walter Zenger Wolves seem to do better against teams that are right at the top gentlemen but is this going to be a Brighton side wanting to fully secure Promotion that we're going to see on Saturday. I don't think we've got or a Friday. <laughs> I'm just thinking to what my original uh, the predicted thing that we did a few weeks ago. Absolutely no chance. Hmm? No chance whatsoever. I think they're they're just way too good. I mean, you, you see them when they get even a slight blip the next game, they're right back on it again. And being in the lead and Newcastle having a bit of a wobble. Brighton are first. Sorry. To yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> what I'm, that's what I mean. Newcastle having a bit of a wobble. You think they're going to put some put a bit of distance between the, themselves and them? So. I can't see anything at all. Two, yeah. two or three nil Brighton. I think now they've got that two, two point gap. Of, there's no way they're going to want to make that slip. Mm. So they've got a good record against ourselves, and yeah. we've been absolutely shite on Sky all season. So <laughs> yeah, I can't see us getting anything out of that game. John, give us some positive. Anybody can beat anybody in this division, there there you apart go. from Rotherham. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. That we mentioned before recording, Rotherham are at home to Birmingham on on Friday. Oh, right. If Birmingham can't beat Rotherham, then really, yeah. I, d- I don't think Birmingham will get fifty-one points. I mean, all this talk about us going, like you, you just said, there, Blackburn are playing Nottingham Forest, they're playing Bristol, they're all playing each other. It's mm. probably unlikely that anybody can get to fifty-two points anyway. That's well, why I like to or, hear. Or, <laughs> that's what I like to hear. Because yeah. in theory, they, they can't. If, what I mean is, anybody they can't all get to fifty-two. Yeah. Because in theory, if Blackburn lose on Friday before obviously our game kicks <coughs> off. You would think eleven-point gap with four games to go for everyone else. That's that's done now. Really, we, yeah. we should we should be we could all hit the beach probably <laughs> at that point. But is that? I, I, I looked at some of the other team runnings as well, and they're not that bad. Is there still a, an element that come? Uh, what five o'clock on Easter Monday? That gap could be severely reduced, and we could be a bit of a worrying territory again. I know, like you said, I don't. I'd, it could be squeaky bum time, but I think we, I think we've got enough. Mm-hmm. It, it, it took a, a couple of walls proportions again to do this. And so you've we, just we've, answered your own question. <laughs> <laughs> we've done it more than enough times, but I, I, I can't see. I think we, we are very streaky in all the since we've come back to the championship. We, we, we do go on runs of. Defeats, good runs, mm. bad, and real bad runs that other teams don't seem to go on. They seem to be more like you know, win, draw, win, loss, win. You know, we we go loss, loss, loss. And we have like <laughs> yeah. a great run. We've done it every season. Yeah. Well, it was like was it um, Jacket last season, wasn't it? When we beat Brighton at Brighton, and I think we won like four or five games then. And then Jacket was under real pressure, and he got those four or five wins in a row. Is that when we had about we had sixty shots against us in four games? I think so. Yeah, over Christmas. And then I think uh, we beat Brighton. On, was it New Year's Day or yeah. second? Yeah. We beat one nil. Ebanks Landell, man of the match. Ah, oh, how times have changed. <laughs> well, 
He'll be getting mad at the match again next year if he comes back to us if we don't but sell him. There's no, so no one thinks there's a kind of if Wolves lost on Saturday and you know someone like Blackburn sneaked to win, would there be a kind of? Oh, no. I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable about this. I think we're safe, but I think I don't think it'll be 11 points clear. I'll probably drop down to something like six. So I, after Saturday's performance, I can't see where we're going to get three, four points. Never mind five or six. I guess the benefit is we've got a lot of teams beneath us. Yeah, it's, it's only one game. We've lost one game. What? You, you, you shouldn't overreact to the last game you saw. But we're Wolves fans, John. <laughs> That's what we do. I, I, I've looked at it in terms of looking at our run compared to other teams. And although we probably feel that we are safe, we've actually got quite... It's a good thing we had won those five games because we had this run coming up now. You would be thinking, oh, what, what are we going to get out of these, out of these games? Yeah. QP, QPR caused Brighton quite a, quite a few problems the other day. Mm. Uh, I don't. Know. I don't think that. I don't think there's that that much. Between. Teams just get on a bit of a run, and Brighton. I don't think Brighton are that good mm. on a on a game by game basis. I don't think they'll hammer us. I don't think it'll be like a whitewash five six nil. I think it'll be sort of similar to the Newcastle game. It'll be very tight. I think Brighton will edge it. So they've got the firepower up front and Knockart and Glenn Murray, but I don't think it'll be five six four nil. I think it'll be about one nil two one maybe. A team for Friday. Then obviously no news as of recording on Helder Costa whether he's out for a set period or whether he will be fired. What changes would you make? I'm going to put it on the proviso that Costa doesn't play. How do you know how Hakeem is doing? Could he be straight back in if he's? I don't know. I've heard any updates. No. I mean, but going if if Hakeem is not fit, but going has to. Why not put him in? I mean, yeah, he's Norman, Norman comes out of contract at the end of the season. No, he's got two year contract. He's got two, he got yeah, two years. So he's got another year. <laughs> so, I mean, that's another one we can't get rid of. But he's, 30, he's 33, 34, and he's getting worse with age, not better. So, Bergoyne was thrown in against Liverpool. Had a great game. Why not put him in against, against Brighton on Sky? Why not? He's, he's cocked up more than enough times now, Lonigan has to be. To be dropped on form alone. Mm. Not because we've got no one else, just because he's, he's just shit. So, I mean, that's the one change. Well, why are we Evans... extending John Flat's contract when, oh, we've got, but when we're keeping Lonergan for another year and you've got Burgoyne coming through? Like we've got more goalkeepers than left backs. I don't understand. The Flat thing, you'd think if he was going to make it, you would have made it by now, wouldn't you? Well, I'd a year, year two well, years yeah. above. Yeah. But he'd be, no, well, he'd, be as good, he'd be as good a substitute oh, yeah, as, 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 as Lonergan. Is that clone? Team, yeah. team. Monica's <laughs> going to probably be in goal. So, wreck the team without Costa. What are you going for, everybody? I think you got Jack Price backing from the cold. Mm. Because okay. I don't think Evans has done. I think for the same reason. That, and he said that he, he's. You're more likely to see Savile than Price. Yeah, I know. Mm. Um, but a, a change, give Evans a rest because he's not. He goes through them phases as well, though he's really good for a few games, then he tails off and then he gets worse and worse, and then he's, and he's dropping for a month or so. And he just seems to be turning off again, and you need either Savile, Sace, or whoever, just take him out. Edwards has got to play because he has to. I think that's a bit harsh. I thought Evans played really well against Nottingham Forest. Yeah, but. Because he's had one poor game. No, I I, I think he he had a decent game against him. I don't think he played really, really well. He was flagging for the last half an hour. I think he looked like he'd he'd run out. I think he's. Because he's only 22 himself, he's something like that. He's not very old. So, I mean. He's another one where you can think, well, he's played an awful lot of football in a short space of time coming back from, and he's had a few niggling injuries. Just take him out for just take him out for this weekend, if nothing else, and then bring him back against Blackburn. Yeah. Something, do something, just change it up a bit. Yeah. Um, I think without Costa, you're stuck with. 
I think you are stuck with Vyman on the wing, which doesn't work. But I don't think we've got a choice. Anyone else choices wise? Anyone doing anything differently? Or? I think maybe if I offered played last night in the twenty threes, maybe push I offer through. But I'd, I would be surprised if we never saw I offer again. No, I wouldn't as well. Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a contract done somewhere already. Mm-hmm. But I mean that back four, unfortunately, just picks itself at the minute. Mm-hmm. Because Williamson, you just can't rely on him to be fit for it. And, it's, and as the, you've said, there's no other left back. The so. back form's been solid. For, you know, we've had Bristol out of it. They've been all right. Well, the back they've been, they've been yeah. fine. Yeah, I think, but there's just no competition. Though. Yeah. That's the problem, I think. It's, I mean, they it could, they could, get, you, they could have got battered 6 7 8 nil on Saturday. Mm. And there'd be no changes to it on the weekend. Because, like you say, we've got nobody else by Williamson. Mm. Stearman. Stearman. Oh, I forgot really, he was still here. <laughs> he's, he's not been on the bench for the last couple of years, no, has no, he? No. So, are you I really going to throw him in the deep against no. Brighton? So? If, if you're going to, if Cavallero starts, you can have Cavallero on one wing and Marshall on the other. Yeah. But then you're still, who's going to play beyond the striker? Well, I wouldn't be surprised if we went with a flat three midfield yeah. rather than playing a number ten. So you go with Edwards, Price, Sace. So you've got two water carriers, and then you've got Edwards who can mm. try and break it up a bit more. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably more than more likely that's mm. going to happen. I do think we'll see, and we'll do predictions in a sec, but with Leeds as well on Monday, which again, another team who are probably aren't going to get top two, but they'll be one of trying it that third, so they can get potentially a beatable sixth in Fulham, Sheffield Wednesday, for example. Will we get the same team from Brighton, or do you think we'll get more changes? I think if... Uh, there's two, two teams there who are better than us, by a long while, and on form, and league position, obviously. Mm. So I think you could see... Flat three midfield in both games quite easily. Do you think if Wolves got, can you see him really playing that without? without he likes to press more than. No, that. that's why Andy saying well, you'll have you'll have Edwards as, as more advanced, but you wouldn't have him like, rot off the striker. Pleases, mm. So you you'd be playing pretty much counter attack for the whole thing. That that's mm. what, pretty, presume what you mean. Mm. Do you think if Wolves got one point out of six in these two games, it would be a good result? Yeah, I've got us there for nothing at all mm. on the thing. I mean, we're already one point behind what I predicted anyway. <laughs> so after three games, um, if we're looking for one point from two games, I've got, I, I can't see how we can, how, how we, how anybody can say we're one window away from being a really good mm. side. What would you go for, John? What you, You've got to be looking for more than that. What would you? What's your minimum expectation for these next two? Well, this should be looking block? to be not, not beaten. Two points. Yeah, absolutely. Minimum. You shouldn't yeah, be looking points. to be beaten against anybody in this division. If you're going out there thinking you're going to be beaten in this division, you might as well know what we're going for. <laughs> I'm liking John's. This is this is why we have John on the podcast. Like, we're, we're one one minute. We're saying we're one window away from. Yeah, and we're also we Wolves fans say we're a big club. We say we're a big club, and, we, and we, we're talking about getting beat against Brighton and Leeds. They're better than us. They are. They're higher in the table than us. They're better. They're better season. than us. They're better than us this year, by a mile. Leeds haven't changed the team that much from last year. They weren't better than us last year. Where are Leeds in the table? They've got a better manager than us. Yeah. So they're better than yeah. us. That's a, that's a, no, I, know, I know what you're getting but at. they're not that much better. They've, got, they've had a confidence thing go. Brighton aren't that good. Hide yeah. under the table, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, done well, again. It's done at the top again. of the league. <laughs> it happens every year in the league. Wolves, uh, when Wolves won the league, they weren't that good. They weren't brilliant. I know. We are, the, the best side in this league is... Has ever been? Is that Fulham side under Tigana? Yeah, that is it. Everyone, else, I know what you're saying. Every, it's a much you, you just get on the moment and you, and you and you and you keep going, and you don't get beat very often, and you just one of these things, and then you end up at the top. But right. the difference between the top and the middle is not that not that big. Right, I'm starting to not be able to see people's faces. <laughs> Andy, <laughs> Andy, put that light on the podcast <laughs> HQ. Let's do 
predictions for both <laughs> games. Let's just have a clean slate for Brighton on Easter Friday and uh, Leeds away on Easter Monday. A tough little lovely double header. Alex, I'll come to yourself first. To both of them all. For, let's, let's start with Brighton. Let's start with Brighton. Let's, let's keep the suspense. Brighton. Wolves uh, Brighton. So you've got 10 of you right I now. I think it's going to be a tight game on Newcastle and say 2 on Brighton. 2 on Brighton. John Brighton. 1-1. One, one. Well, the pressure will start getting to Brighton. One one. Oh, I'm going with Alex. I think it's going to be two on Brighton. Two on Brighton. Stu. Three nil Brighton. Three nil Brighton. I'm going for a two one Brighton as well. Hat trick. Hat trick of two ones Brightons. Yeah. We'll go back around again. Leeds. Stu. I think that's the uh, out of the two of them. I think we have got more chance at Leeds, mm. even though we ain't got a massively brilliant record there. Um, maybe scrape a one one. One one. Maybe. Maybe. Andy. Leeds. I was going for a draw as well. I was probably going to go for a nil-nil though. I think Leeds will start to feel the pressure a bit. Nil-nil. Baron, Leeds away. Difficult one to call really because when you've got games so close, you don't know what teams are going to be put out. From but I'll go for I'll go for another draw there. Another draw. Yeah, Score draw. Yeah. 2-2. 2-2. Oh, little Desmond 2-2 there. I wouldn't say nil-nil. Nil-nil. Yeah. Uh, I'll go for one-one as well. We all think we're probably going to get a point. This is a very good answer. And going to peacock beforehand. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going in London. Oh, lucky. How dare you, John? How dare you? <laughs> right. Let's do the final bit of the podcast, which is Twitter corner. It's your chance to send us your questions, wars or non-wars related, and we will answer. It's my favourite part of the podcast, just because when John's on it and things <laughs> reacts to some of the questions. Uh, first question from Anthony Benton: If Costa leaves, do you do we need to reinvest in a winger, or do you think Jordan Graham will fill the role? Just also, very good that Graham and Zara got some minutes for the U23s with silver as well uh, this week. Just reinvest in the wing because look at Dicko. Dicko's never been the same player. Yeah, you again. don't know. And similar with Zyro as well, so it's not worth taking that risk when you lose such an influential player. Anyone else? Graham or Winger? You don't know what state they're going to come back in, do you? Mm. Like Alex said, you, I mean, if it was the Jordan Graham who we had, then obviously you wouldn't need to, but you don't know what, what state he's going to be in a minute. If you don't play a whole a minute of this season, it's probably the best thing for him. So he has a proper pre-season next year. I mean, to be fair, he only played like five, six, seven, eight, five, six games, and he didn't play a lot. He wasn't like he was very influential for half of the season. So he'd only played a handful of games. Mm. So yeah, he's still an unknown quantity, really, isn't he? Yeah, it? exactly. Just... Yeah, Baron, what are you going for? It depends how what, what other money you've got to spend to answer the question. But if you if we'd only got that money, we should break the band for the best centre forward we can get. There we go. Uh, Aidan Hogate says, "Do you think Gladden will stay as a gesture of goodwill from Fozen to all the local eateries?" <laughs> <laughs> of course. I hope he stays. I really hope he stays. Uh, Hollywood. This is. They should really force him to eat more Oriental food, though. <laughs> <laughs> if he's going to be the flagship eater for Fozen. Yeah. I love how he gets the time off to go to Holland, like every week. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, we got Forest away this weekend. No, I'm off to Holland. <laughs> Uh, next question I'm going to go for John Bab first for this oh, right, he's thinking oh. uh, have you seen the film Chef have you seen yes, the film good, Chef good film. with John Farouk yeah it's a great film isn't it yeah yeah oh, oh, he's in this one we've not seen Chef this is a new one oh, oh, a little cameo from Robert Downey Jr as well oh, it's a great film yeah Chef everyone else anyone no. else seen Chef no <laughs> go I don't see know what you me for John has seen it so everybody must see it now. more importantly have you seen Kong Skull Island no anything good about it well worth it it's like one of them, one of them films that you used to see on Channel Five on a Sunday afternoon in the summer because there was nothing else on. Like the, the 
50 stick, stop motion stuff. Stick this on. Yeah. Stick this on. It's like that would be decent CGI. <laughs> uh, Steve Wellings, who was your favourite foreign player you saw play for Wolves? Steve has suggested Fernando Gomez. What's everyone's favourite foreign player to have played for Wolves that they've seen? Fernando's Gomez column. It's for me. Thank, um, you. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Lilo Pole? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else? I, I love John DeWolf. Back in the day, he was class. Unfortunately, I wasn't around the Molyneux. It was so much with Ludo, Pollo, but everyone tells me he was great. Yeah. I mean, physically, just sheer commitment. Pollo, mm. I mean, skillful, well, obviously, Sacco and Costa. And, mm. But, yeah. I remember his goal at um, the Vetch, Swansea, oh, League Cup. That, that place is absolute shit to watch. It's the worst, worst <laughs> grid I've ever been to anywhere. Hands down. Didn't it rain as well? Yeah, it rained. Yeah, it was by the prison one. Yeah. I, I never went to the Vetch. It was, there, was there was a toilet. There was two toilets in there. Um, in the away, in the away end, and there was one one side you walked in, and it was literally a, a, a like a, a circular room where you all stood in the middle, and you just pissed up the wall, and it was it was like a dome, and it, it went down, and you stepped over a trough where it just, you you stood in the middle, pissed outwards, and it went down into, <laughs> but you couldn't believe it, and you went and saw oh, there's there's all normal toilet the other side. And it was about the ceiling was about five foot ten, so you had to crick your neck to go in there standing up. Did you go to uh, Millmore when it flooded? It flooded at the back. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. Nil, nil. And then we had to go into the pitch to get it the game afterwards. Yeah, it flooded because there was there's one toilet while there. Yeah. There's one toilet. And Millmore used... or Millwall? Millmore. Oh, no more. I think one... it was nil nil, wasn't it? Yeah. Five kick off. Yeah. Yeah. There was one toilet at the back of the um, under the stand in one cubicle for everyone, and so everyone was just stood at the back of the terrace and just to go put the corrugated. Steel. <laughs> Just all seeping <laughs> down the sea. Yeah. Uh, next question. Fun times. <laughs> Grain Cope, what's your worst ever nightmare? It's a question. Our nightmare's going to be Saturday. <laughs> nightmare live. Probably ill. Yeah. Um, but what's your worst ever nightmare? What have you dreamt that you've thought, please don't make me dream that again? Watching the fly when I was seven. It, it messed me up for three months. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Have you watched that, it? Why, why, would that, why would that give you nightmares? Because it's terrifying. But it's got Jeff Goldblum in it. But he's not Jeff Goldblum in the end. It's the bit where he does the arm wrestling. Yeah. To this day, I hate to see arm wrestling because of that compound oh, fracture. Actually, no. Ed 209. I was, I was terrified of Ed 209 when, again, when I was about seven in the uh, first Robocop film. I thought he was going to come and get me inside. <laughs> I always didn't like the baddie in Ghostbusters 2 coming out the painting. Vigo. Yeah, it just Vigo that bit painted. when he stretches out the painting. Oh, no. no who who no, was compared that. to me when I had long hair? <laughs> Anyone's worst nightmare? John, what's your worst nightmare? Nothing to compare with, eh? Nothing. <laughs> nothing, nothing in a cardo. <laughs> what? Nothing in a cardo. In a cardo? Yeah. What's you that? Remember that time when I said, uh, you're on a bit of waitrose? I said, what about a oh. cardo? <laughs> disgusted. <laughs> Go online, there's nothing to buy. No, I just. I, know, I used to. I'm still having that in the game. I used to have the dream a lot about having my car stolen. And I'd wake up and I'd go and actually look on the drive to see if it was actually still there. <laughs> but uh, but had you had one nick before? No. <laughs> I did it once. When I was living over in Willanore, um, I was in bed one night. Crime watch. Here we go. <laughs> Reconstruction. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? No, I think, I, it's one of these, you're waking up. I'd obviously had a one or two to drink. And um, I think, hello. And there's a bloke coming up the stairs. I'm living. I'm living on my own. Full burglars. He's actually. He's actually shouting to see if I'm in. Thinking this is on. It's the courteous burglar. It's a copper. And he said, "Hello." 
And he comes in the bedroom or something. You know? <laughs> so ordered a stripper or something. <laughs> he says, is that your Renault Laguna over the road? I said, yeah, why? He says, oh, you've had your car window smashed. I said, all right. I thought, oh, I'd better get up then. <laughs> but he actually came upstairs. I'd left the front door open. <laughs> he never actually asked me if I'd been driving. <laughs> you already knew, hadn't he? But I mean, he's obviously tried the front door, walked in, come up the stairs and asked me if I... I think it, was, it was a very odd one, that one, but... There we go, we've just solved but that's the nightmare. The, but, the, but that doesn't really explain, because I think I was having the dreams about my car stolen well before then. But when, I was, when, I, was, when I was a little lad, I used to lie in bed on, or, and I'd scream because I'd see spiders all over the all over the ceiling, all out everywhere. There'd be just spiders crawling out everywhere, and that used to frighten me. But that, that that stopped when I was about seven. I started sleepwalking. <laughs> that, that, that put an end to that. Oh um, well, my worst ever nightmare is Paul Gladden not being a wart anymore. <laughs> uh, Adam Price, our own Fancastian, has taken a hot fuzz quiz as his inspiration has asked, "What's your perfect Sunday? What's your perfect Sunday, everyone?" Oh. <laughs> Early Grand Prix. Yeah. Now, uh, Lewis Wing. Yeah. Like Sunday. Yeah. Um, it, simple things. Yeah. Um, I hate Formula One. You can, you can have your go in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't me. <laughs> um, yeah, a decent race. Good game. Good then working men's club. A few points. Mom Sunday dinner. Little less on the prairie. So <laughs> pass out. Easy. Everyone else, perfect Sundays. Yeah, I think feet up. Have a bit of a lie-in. Feet up. Hopefully wrestling on that night as well. Yeah. Which means I'll have the Monday off, so even better. Yeah, it's a good Sunday. Too. I'll just spend some time in the garden. Yeah. Get out, do a bit of gardening. Bar- barbecue, have a beer, sit outside, sunshine on the patio. Beautiful. That sounds really good. Alex, right, we know there's going to be no F1. Yeah. Well, just a Sunday off work, that'd be nice. <laughs> Sunday off work, that'd be nice. Not to go to work. Uh, Lee Hasdall, what's your go-to fast food place? There's a real Wolves theme this week, isn't there? Fast food. John, if you... We don't eat fast food, to be fair. Do you count Nando's as fast food, though? No, you have to sit down, don't you? Yeah, but you can order it. You can order it, but I would say it's more of a sit-down yeah. place. Um, Burger King, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. The right one that close though is there anymore? No, it's a one. There's one in Willingall, very far. Well, there's one in. There is one in Wolverhampton now, isn't there? In the in the Manders, another man Centre, the Wolfram Centre. Oh yeah, in the new food court a bit. Oh, is it? I'm not. Used to be one in Dudley Street. Yes, yeah, it was the EE shop now. I think or something. I heard rumours about this Wolfram one. I've never seen it yet. I've heard rumours. Finally, then Ryan WWFC just goes with melted cheese or grated on anything. Which one? Grated or you want it melted? Which version do you go for? I don't know. Melted cheese at all. So grated. Grated cheese. Crumb, yeah. Melted no, all I'll, the way. Obviously yeah. on, pe- on pizza, yeah. Because well, that's the point. But no, <laughs> I just don't like the, the texture of it. It's all a bit strange. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got melted and grated, John. What are you going for? Grated, but actually, gonna, when I get home, I'm going to be having grilled cheese. Ooh, grilled halloumi. Grilled halloumi and roasted veg tonight. Look at that. Space, mm-hmm. I, need, I need to go around to John's wall. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one middle class of you say. <laughs> yes, that's for my trousers. What I might do, I might follow John home, <laughs> pretend to nick his car, <laughs> run in, get the sandwich. It's all mine, John. <laughs> and send the police in saying, was that your car? Just got on the road. <laughs> Alex, what are you um, going for? Melted or grated? 
<laughs> melted or melted. Yeah, I'm going for melted as well. It's mm. a classic choice. Bit of Worcestershire sauce as well. And a bit of cheese on toast. Mm. Is it cheese, cheese and beans or beans and cheese? Oh, not this again. Mm. No. Actual Welsh rarebit with Worcester sauce. No, not that fancy shop. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, actually, it's a bit fast food. I'll go back to that one. The um, when I got back on Saturday after there was a kid on the um, on the Atherton. Did you read it? He had a funny turn. He was seventeen, no. and he'd he'd, been, he'd had a few he'd imbibed, so to speak. And he was um, we got back on the couch because it was so warm on Saturday as well. And he'd said in the couch it was twenty seven degrees. That was with the aircon on, and mm. he he got he passed out through the toilets. <laughs> so we had to um, we had to pull over at the services, find an ambulance. They turned up for fifty minutes. Thankfully, we had a nurse on there who sorted him out and he was all right. But it's one of the first few that we actually stopped at the services that had a Waitrose that was selling alcohol. So we were sitting there, we were sitting there on the side of the road, with the, outside a couch, just drinking in the sun. With the Waitrose alcohol? Yeah, with Waitrose alcohol. But the sandwich from that Waitrose was superb. It would be. John's shop's there. You never, never send anything back to Waitrose. Yeah. John's the, the spokesperson for Waitrose. <laughs> never never having a cardo sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> they changed the kebab meat as well. When I got back, went to the chippy and it's a 95% New Zealand lab now. I thought you were going to say he went back and just Waitrose kebab meat from the other. Oh, that'll ruin everything right that's where we'll end this week's podcast <laughs> um, thanks to our sponsors Opera Creative if you're looking to a new web or web solution check them out operacreative.com and you can follow us on social media for your lols and trolls throughout the week just uh, follow, just type in Wolves Fancast on a, on a social media platform and you'll probably find us there and we'll be back next week to look back at the game, game briefly against Brighton and more in detail against Leeds uh, but for this week from a bit more of a more of a round table of a podcast it's bye from Alex goodbye bye from John goodbye. the Baron Good uh, bye, bye from bye from Andy. <laughs> See ya. Bye from Stu. Play the Southampton way. <laughs> <laughs> and bye from me. See you next time.